What's up, everybody? Looks like we're talking Donald Glover's Atlanta, episode three, Go for Broke, right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's what we're talking about. We're welcoming everybody to Atlanta, Donald Glover's masterpiece that's out there. I'm sorry, I can't even do the gang signs. Kelly? I wasn't doing the gang. That that was the A. You couldn't do the A. What's it? The A? The A. Throwing up the A. I'm going to have to Urban Dictionary that one. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, that's that's the thing in the videos, throwing up the A. So I was kind of trying to represent. I remember that was a thing. Teron just shut me down. Not even. I was was just like, bang, bang. Get down, Kels. Listen. Oh, see? We're doing gang things everywhere. We're shooting people. <laughs> That's the kind of influence that this show has, Atlanta. That's what happens after you watch an episode. That is how I really do feel after all the music. We had some amazing music in this episode, and we're going to get to talking about everything in this episode. Uh, episode three, Go For Broke, Atlanta, so far, amazing, if you ask me. Definitely agree. Um, again, I mean, I know everybody's been saying this, and I'm just going to just jump right on and say it too. I didn't really know exactly what to expect, but... The ex- expectations I had, pew, through the roof. Well, I think it's because I personally also had no expectations. And so this not only exceeded my own expectations, as a comedian, as a professional comedian, Donald Glover is always someone that I know. It's someone, he's someone that I'm familiar with, but I also know him on a personal level. This exceeded all my expectations, even knowing how amazing and brilliant and genius that Donald Glover is actually. This is a formation of this new type of educated uh, millennial black, which has just emerged, and Atlanta seems to be the epicenter, which is why this show is perfectly centered in Atlanta itself. Donald Glover with the show Atlanta has become everything that I want to be as a comedian in my humor. It's social commentary, it's perspective, and it's actually very, very real. This is realer than any reality TV show out on television. Truth. So I want to start right off with the themes of the show. This week I saw that... Last week, a lot of us asked, well, we want to know more about the relationship. This week, we learned a lot more about the relationship. We learned a lot more. Vanessa's character was was a much bigger part of the show. And the concept of where their relationship is going, not so much where it came from. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, and, I, and I still want to see more of this. And I, and I want them to, I don't feel like they're 100% on the same page yet. But I can relate. Uh, there's a lot of that. Exactly. Uh, what relationship the, is. Uh, right. And it is. And a lot of that dynamic um, that, that's going on between him and her right now with him wanting to pursue his dreams, which, you know, women are all about stability and security. And what he wants to do is like, yeah, you can do it, but are you going to be able to do it? And is it going to be able to provide for me and the baby? And I'm, I'm right there. Like, I'm. I'm right there with you, bro. See, I Solidarity. So I, I, I disagree it. with you on that one, Kelly. And this is why usually we do have a female voice on the show, and we need one right now because you just made a statement and said women are all about the security and stability. Okay, not but it's not just any it, woman. Vanessa has a child. They have a child. So it's not like Vanessa's a 20-something-year-old who's like, no, I need someone with a job. She's a mother of a child who needs to be provided and cared for. And that's something True. that Earn, uh, Donald Glover's character, has 
up to now, as far as we can tell, not been the primary caregiver. It is all Vanessa. True. Even in the responsibility, in the beginning of the show, we see Vanessa is the one picking up, uh, picking up the baby, bringing her home, and even stating that, hey, I had to drop her off at your parents. Why can't you just help me out? Which actually caused, which is actually the catalyst of the date that goes into later on the episode. It's because Donald Glover, uh, Earn, is feeling like he's making it up to her. Right, right. Because a lot of women, I, I a lot of women in the African American community are obviously supporting their men. That is something that we've been seeing more and more of in our generation: is that the women are actually are holding the, it down a little bit. Exactly, more. we're a generation right. raised by moms. We're a generation where a lot of guys. You saw the the scene where he calls his friend for dating advice, and the friend is in the car of the girlfriend. And still has something to say, like, I can't believe you were listening into my conversation. When clearly, he is the scrub. He's in the passenger side of, you know what I'm saying, his <laughs> right, girl's ride. Right, right, True. But can't you agree that there still seems like there's a little bit of uncertainty from her about what he wants to do? You don't get that at all? Of course I do. And it's because, number one, they have a responsibility together. Right, right. And Obviously, if, they, if, if the kid wasn't there, then she'd be like, you know what? It's we just going to see what happens. And we're watching the after effects of a relationship. So we don't know how the relationship... We, we're watching it unfold. We don't see how it folded to begin with. So True. this isn't... To me, this is... We're watching a character. We're watching Ern's character not come out the gate and be imperfect. This is a gradual imperfection, which she's put up with time and time and time again and she's getting sick of it especially since they have a now this isn't a baby anymore this is like a almost a, a toddler a toddler yeah. age child who diapers are expensive and if you can't provide food is expensive because exactly. she's eating regular food at this point she's not even eating baby food and she's baby food is actually very expensive regular <laughs> food is the is the step down but uh we are watching them live together as Donald even states, I'm homeless, but I'm in a bed. Yeah, because it's a bed that she's provided. She's paid for. She's paying rent. She's providing the finances. So with the relationship, and I see this a lot, is we go through this in our own lives. We're not on the same page with our significant others, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever it may be. But most of us just don't have children together. That's when the page has to be turned to the same page. We have to figure something right. out. And she's just looking for a plan is what I felt. That angst that she has is because she wants to know what the plan is. She doesn't get that sense. She doesn't see Earn going in a specific direction. And Van just wants Earn to go in a direction, whatever in that direction, direction may be. Just go. But just I, get there. I feel like black women have been very supportive of black men throughout time and women in general are very supportive of their men or we wouldn't be the men that we are today that is honestly how i feel okay so i I can agree i can i can agree with that i can agree with that definitely um i feel like granted he's he's a great communicator but i also feel like you know sometimes the plan's still getting developed at least for me, I feel like there's sometimes I have a plan, but I don't have it. It's not defined. It's not in bold. It's not, it, it doesn't have bold around the borders. So of course. I don't really want to tell you my plan until I know it's boom, boom, boom. It's A, B, C, and then we're going to jump over here to X, Y, and Z. It happens so, all so the sometimes time. It's do like, you have any you know children? What? Just, yes, I have one. And how, I have a little girl. And do you provide financially for your child? Yes. Are you currently in a relationship with the mother of your child? 
Yes. Okay, so you're there, you're current. So this is maybe more relevant to you. Do you feel like you have a, a dream and your significant other is not supportive as much as you would like to be or her to be of your dream? Right. Be honest. But, right. Yes, but I get that, that, you know, it's it's someone else involved now, too. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I was saying. That's that's where, for me, I, I could relate. But I also feel like he's got a plan. It's just hard for him to articulate said plan and explain all the ins and outs of that plan. Is it hard for him or is it hard for you, Kelly? That's what we're really getting at. No, it's, we're it's hard relationship. for him. This is what I mean when Atlanta relates to all of us. Like, this is something that is very real. I, I say it's the realest reality TV show that's scripted on the face of the planet, and this is exactly why. Because there's a lot of us who have these bigger dreams, and it's not as easy as X, Y, and Z, as you put it, where it starts. Like, people go to jobs, and it's a 9 to 5. Right. They go in at 9, they clock out at 5, and that's their day. But when you're in the entertainment field or whatever field, of a dream field, whenever you have this dream, there is no 9 to 5. It's 24-7, 365, and even when you're not working, it consumes your thoughts, and it's something that even uh, in the entertainment field, for example, you just, you as an average person, uh, average person who's just living a regular life uh, goes to a party and enjoys a regular party. An entertainer goes to the exact same party, living their entertainer life, which is supposed to be above average in some ways, and it's networking for them. It's a work, it's a job. They have to put in a lot of effort. They have to look a certain way they have to do a certain thing and even though you're looking at it like that person's always at a party they're looking at it like i'm always working and it's just an interesting dynamic that is brought forth in the dream world right true yeah because you you might be at the party and like oh man i saw him at that last party he might be tired he had a long week he really don't even want to be there but he needs to be there because all the all the players are there and he needs to be able to network and and make moves show face Exactly. But that's really hard to do when you have a child. And that's what we're seeing right now in this dynamic with Earn and Van is that they have a child present. And that child plays a part. Now, Earn is clearly trying to regain Van's at least trust, if not a more of a relationship role. He's, From what I can tell, he's very much clearly in love with her. Right. And she is questioning not love, but the commitment level, right? So where do you think this is going to lead? I think I think it's going to come together, but it's not going to just come together like that. And I, I think it's going to be a few more episodes before we see them start to really get onto the same page. I feel like she's going to actually need to see something concrete from him. It has to be tangible. It's, it's got to be tangible. It's got to be something she can grab onto and be like, okay, now I'm with you. Now we can rock and roll. I see that you're, you're going to show me what you need to show me. But I disagree just it's going to be a couple right episodes. Now. I think this is going to be drawn out because nothing happens together. And, and as real as this TV show is portraying uh, the, the entire field and array and variety of experience within this type of uh, path, Right, I don't see it happening in one or two or five episodes. This is something drawn out, and you as yourself so, probably so know. So when you say drawn out, do life. you mean right? But do you mean drawn out like conclusion by the end of this season? Not to see. Oh, I think this is going to be oh, a, really? a continuing struggle because I don't think the dream is going to be as easy to find as we see it. There's still the uh, questioning. She he she just literally bonded him out of jail True. on a murder charge. Uh, well, a murder question investigation. She he was just charged with marijuana possession. We just saw him get bonded out. So this is something that's ongoing. We have to finally see what happens with that murder charge before anything goes further. Uh, another detail of social commentary that was placed so brilliantly in the in this episode 
as it's called Go For Broke, we're watching Earn Be Broke. Man. We're watching him be broke as it's, it's, it's signified as he's on a date. He takes Van out on a date in order to uh, reciprocate his affection for her and also to make up for his lack of attention to her. Takes her out on a date, and that date seems to be problematic because he doesn't have the funds in his account to afford the date that he wants to take her out to. Been there, done that. Who has several of the t-shirts and the hats. Yeah, that was real. That's now, so the real. only difference was that at least he had his cousin to call and say, yo, put 20 in my account. And and make up for that difference. And, and make up for that difference, which she ends up killing in the anyway. I mean, she ends up knocking that out anyways, but still. But tipping the, wait- uh, the waitress who was upselling the food as a waitress. She upselled their whole dinner. Amazingly, amazing. The humor was very well placed, but very relevant. It wasn't just corny slapstick humor, and right. that's a theme throughout this entire show. We don't see a lot of slapstick. We see actual relevant humor. And that's another thing, like, you know when the waitress is talking, and then you as a person is like, yo, please, please shut up. Like, we don't need lobster exactly. chocolate cake. Like, we don't need that <laughs> right. right now. I don't need platinum strands on my steak right now. Yeah, this, like, I don't need that. And he wants to provide for his girl, as so many guys do, but you know what's really interesting is the fact that as men, we would love to provide financially for our women. We'd love to be there emotionally, but the two kind of go hand in hand. We feel emotionally disconnected when we are financially disconnected, and that's something that we also kind of examine through the show, and at the end... Earn comes up with a heartfelt plea for his dreams to Van, and Van <laughs> shuts him down. She shuts him all the way down. She says, that's some stupid ass bleep bleep. It reminds and me she- of the Cosby Show episode where Theo pleads to his father, and then he's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Right, and she just, man, like I was, because I went, when, when he was saying it, I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, get it. Tell her, Earn, tell her. I, and I was expecting she was going to open the door and be like, oh, yeah, okay, baby. And, and it was going to be a nice warm embrace. And she just opened it up and said, no, She's, not at all. And that's Try again. a lot of women go through that with it. Like, this is a woman who's not putting up with the bull anymore, mm-hmm. right? And I, and, and I love seeing the development of Van's character come out more. There were other themes in this episode which surprised me that were so well-placed. The concept of stereotypes. When Van and Ern are in the bed... He basically stereotypes her as the angry black woman, a stereotype that we constantly see in the media and in TV shows, and something that Van hasn't portrayed to that, but she's actually been extremely patient, but it's funny that he calls that stereotype out. Right, definitely. Um, yeah, and I feel like it, it's a, a lot of times, it's, it's not only is it just thrown out, but it's thrown out uh, unfairly. Erroneously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's, you know, there are times when a woman, whether it be black or white or brown or green or whatever, but, you know, specifically a black woman, there are times when she does have every right to be mad because any any woman from any other ethnicity will be just as mad. So to, to, to always just say, oh, you're just an angry black woman is so unfair. It and and unfair. I myself have tried to get out of, of that habit. 
you know, just, oh, she's angry. No, she probably has a right to be mad. A lot of times women do have rights to be mad. I know every girl in my life definitely has rights to be mad. All and day. we do kind of devalue their opinion by just calling them crazy or angry and just taking away from the actual initial feeling. Another stereotype that was uh, that was portrayed and talked about is the baby daddy stereotype, which Earn seems to fit. as a, And he says, I'm comfortable with my stereotype. He owns his stereotype, which in itself is a stereotype. And then we see that uh, Paperboy and Darius, when asked how they make money, the stereotype, a stereotypical answer would be they must sell drugs. And, of course, they reply, they sell drugs. Exactly. See what I mean? And but, that's but the see, funny but, thing. But, yeah, and then, well, no, just go ahead. Go ahead, because I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to get to the point of the stereotypes being something that's applied to and and when we look at black males, it's easier to point out the stereotypes, but stereotypes are something that is applied across the board evenly to every type of person. True. And we see this. We see this because almost everyone played in a stereotypical role tonight. Subtly, inside the episode, you have to pay attention. Please watch. And we even talked about the, da- the word daddy because Darius calls his gun daddy. And then Paperboy discusses how... And Darius tells Paperboy, well, you, you like when girls call you daddy. And he's like, yeah, but when a girl calls me daddy, there's something wrong with her and what it means is that she hasn't had a <laughs> right. daddy in her life exactly he was trying she's to got daddy to issues right but it was nice and subtle he just slid that in there exactly and, and the show comes down to that so we discuss in this this week's episode we saw stereotypes we saw relationships we saw the concept of money finances being such an important part of any development within all three right right so any prediction any predictions for next week's episode Hopefully, hopefully something turns the table, but uh, at least in, in Ern's favor, anyways. Because yeah, this this episode, they, they kind of he kind of you know he kind of had a little bit rough. Not that he hasn't already had it rough, but um yeah, for me, I'm I'm hoping that yeah we're gonna see a turnaround for Ern, um and some stuff is gonna start to pick up in his favor. I mean, we already know he's got what he needs to get stuff done. It's just a matter of things coming together. So for me, that's what I'm predicting. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll is see. That stuff comes together just a little bit. I don't he's know got if he's had plan. it rough. I don't know if he's had it rough. He's had decisions, and he's chosen the rough decision. She offers him a solution with the job, and he turns it down because he doesn't want to be stuck in that in that boring one-track job. He doesn't want the 9 to 5, and we see so many people with dreams. Uh, and Right, but... Can't that mean that there's going to be a little bit of a struggle coming? We'll see. Because he made that decision. There's a lot of episodes left. And I want to talk very briefly about the concept of the other character in the movie, which is the music itself. And we even got to see the Migos play the Migos as drug dealers. And that was the hilarious With the fourth Migos. With the fourth Migos, who was hilarious. (laughs) Like Migos Quavo did an amazing job just portraying themselves in the nerve-wracking situation of selling drugs. Uh, The music itself, we heard some music from Kodak Black Skirt. We heard Migos itself. I mean, everything about this show was actually very much coming together. I can't wait to see what happens in future episodes. Tune in each and every week as we do an after buzz regarding Atlanta, Donald Glover's masterpiece, if you ask me. Uh, my name's Tehran Von Gosry. Find me on social media at I am Tehran alongside Chaos J. You can find me on Twitter, K A O S J. And next week we'll be back with the, re- the usual gang. Until next week, 
What are we supposed to do? Buzz? Buzz you later. Yeah. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.